Hello and welcome to Drop the Mic Podcast, where we discuss technology, theology, and all things in between. I want to personally thank you for joining us today. Now sit back, relax, share this, engage with the podcast that's already in progress. God bless you. Hey, what is up, you guys? This is your boy, DK Hammonds, and I'm bringing you my first podcast. Uh, The subject matter today that we're going to talk about is leading from the second chair and how important that is for those who are sitting, they're waiting, they're being patient, they're serving, how important it is to have good support mechanisms in place to help facilitate the vision, to help be a a vision carrier within that particular ministry that you're a part of. So I brought in a great friend, a great ministry resource, Nate Stewart. He's a pastor with 20 years of experience and now a pastor in San Diego, California. Uh, You don't want to miss this podcast. We have great insight and information that you don't want to miss. Thanks. Stay tuned. So, Nate, um, a lot of people don't know your history. And what you've done in ministry. So kind of walk us through your pathway to where you are today. Yeah, well, listen, Thank. first of all, uh, DK, thanks for the opportunity, man. We've been knowing each other since 2008. uh, And you've been a part of my life and journey and a a huge support, man, from from afar and and, and even up close. So, man, I salute you for what you're doing for millennials, for young preachers, uh, for emerging leaders, uh, all of that, man. So I appreciate that. You and your lovely wife, thank you so much, man, for that. Bless you, man. Um, you know, th- this whole journey started, of course, many people know, man, it, it was it was a football journey for me, you know, wanting to play pro football and, and, and trying to, you know, make it to the NFL. But the Lord, the Lord blocked me. And, um, and so back in um, – my early years, my, my early, early years in, in my high school days, uh, I served in my local church in Macon, Georgia. That's home for me. I uh, served uh, with uh, a youth pastor there, James Mason. I was his, uh, I was his right hand. So uh, if he was doing youth outings, I was right there as a teenager with him. And, and that just kind of led me into um, to full-time ministry. And, of course, uh, out the gate, after uh, Bible school and, and, and some seminary training, uh, I landed a position in Little Rock, Arkansas, 2007. St. Mark did a national search um, for a youth pastor. And, of course, I was selected out of a lot of men. I was so, so amazed by that, man. God um, allowed me to uh, take on the position of youth pastor and, of course, I served in Little Rock for six and a half years. I built some amazing relationships there. We did a lot of work in the, in the city of, of, uh, of Little Rock. Uh, our youth ministry at one point at St. Mark had reached 1,000 uh, kids that we were seeing on a weekly basis. So we were really um, did some amazing things there with, with Bishop Arnold. And then, of course, Pastor Philip Pointer came on. So serving both of those guys, and, again, that ended um, – with uh, young adult ministry, so I did youth and young adult. So that combo there. A lot of times with youth pastors, you, you stay in that youth pastor box for so long, and and you need to to uh, shift into that adult ministry. So I was thankful at St. Mark that I was able to shift into that young adult piece, uh, and and even our singles ministry. Uh, Vesta Mullins was leading back then, so I was able to work with 
worked with uh, the adult side. So I had um, both worlds there. I had my babies and I had that adult side. And then back in 2012, you know, St. Mark had went through some, some transition there. I was a, uh, a part of that, that, that shift. Pastor Porter came in. But the Lord had started dealing with me, everybody, back in 2012, or actually 2011, about my next. And if you're watching today, if you're in, 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 in leadership and you're not the senior pastor, uh, you're just kind of that support person on the team, that, that question needs to be at the top of your list, your prayer list. God, what's next for me? Now, if St. Mark would have had their way or the city of Little Rock, I would have been, I, I would still be the youth pastor there, okay? Yes. Uh, and I love it, but I knew uh, back in 2010 and 11 that there was a shift happening with me. I, I didn't know what that shift was. I didn't, uh, in fact, it wasn't even wanting to be a pastor, but I just knew my time in youth ministry was up. And let me just share this, Pastor DK. Uh, I knew my season was ending because I, I just, I didn't have to study for lessons. I, I just went in the back and off the rip, bam. And I said, no, God, this, this ain't, this ain't integral, number one. Uh, right. And but grown so fast and, and Big Nate was a staple name that I just needed to show up, but I didn't put any time in prayer and it was just kind of going through the motion. So I knew then my season with children and youth ministry was coming to a close. And so um, this podcast has been uh, such an enjoyable podcast um, with Pastor Nate talking about how to deal with your necks. Um, please consider that in ministry and in your ministry walk and the things that you do, you're always preparing um, in a present place for the future. And so we always have to be prepared and asking and requesting from God, what is our next step, our next move that we need and who needs us the most? So it's very important that we take the ministry time to sit back, to reflect, to do some soul searching, to make sure that we're not penalizing the people because we're simply waiting uh, or we're simply doing things just to be doing them or just to be doing them for a check. It's never about that. It's about building the kingdom of God properly. And it's about giving God the glory as we move and go about our being. So it's important that you really pray and ask God about your next. So let's get back into the broadcast. It's been great. We've learned so much. So let's get right back into it. It's been one of the trying points for you being that support mechanism. What's some of the struggles that you've had to face being in that support role? Yeah, well, that's a good question, DK, and and I hope uh, you could just take notes. And I don't have a lot of notes. I'm just gonna share from my heart, man. Flow, man. But but one of the things that I would I would say challenge for me was not letting the people get in my head. Mm. Okay, uh, a guy who I follow to this day uh, through some of his reads, um, uh, Dr. Martin E. Hawkins wrote a book the associate pastor and and the whole premise of that book of uh, the major premise is that the associate pastor the the supporter is not a second class calling dr hawkins served dr evans oak cliff bible fellowship for 29 years he was a model for me he came to saint mark some years ago and i connected with that brother stayed close to him uh, but one of the dangers he faced and he told me it one day and I did not you know went in one ear out the other yeah man yeah that's what you're supposed to say 
But but in the chair, one of the things that I had to guard against uh, was people telling me how good I was. People saying to me, Nate, you could do just as good as Bishop. You could do just as good as Dr. Porner. You can do just as good as Dr. Smith. You need your own church. It's time for you to go get your... So one of the dangers is that the sheep who tried to push me out of the pasture too early. And, mm. and if you're not careful, people will have you believe. And that's what happened when Moses went to the top of the mountain. The people got in Aaron's head. And, and he started doing some things that, that, that wasn't helpful for the camp. He, the people got in his head. And that was one of the, my biggest struggles. So I say that to everybody watching. Be one of the people... Uh, you know, when your pastor is away and, and you're graced uh, or afforded the opportunity to stand behind the sacred uh, desk and share, uh, you're going to hear, oh, that was a great sermon. Oh, you need your own church. Oh, that was. And you have to be very careful uh, in letting people. And that was one of my biggest challenges, uh, dealing with sheep uh, who was trying to make me uh, leave the nest too early uh, yeah. without hearing from so, 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 so that's just well, that, so. so so let's 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 make it let's make it in real terms. What Pastor Pastor Nate Stewart is talking about is when people put the gas on you too hard, and so they say you do all these things well, but they yeah. don't understand that timing has to be in line with God's permissive will. And if Absolutely. those things are not in line, we can't move yeah. forward. I get that I've done well. I've been anointed to do such. I get that I, I can I can do these things. I've been anointed to do such. But sometimes that anointing does not mean that it's for that particular place. It may be for Absolutely. someone else. So Absolutely. We, we we as a people have to prepare yep. our people better in terms of how to respond to the to the preach word. Yes, you've done a great job, but it does not mean that you call to preach because I'll call the pastor. Because let's be very clear, that, that comes with a different level of grace integrity and character that many preachers not pastors aren't ready for so absolutely that, that's and, and there is, let me just say there's a difference and, and please understand um and, and dr smith helped me with this through the years of of, of following him and serving with him that, that there is a call to pastor there's a call to the ministry um uh, let me just say there's a call to the pastorate to preach to lead the shepherd but then there's a call to ministry, all right? Some, and some have confused it too. Dr. Smith uh, often would license people to do ministry. Right. And that could be prison. That could be outreach ministry. That could be evangelism. Uh, but yet those people, do, they don't have a pastoral shepherding call. Right. Um, on. And I know we can define terms differently. I don't want to be technical, but you understand what I'm saying. For sure. Uh, everybody has all to share the, the word from the pulpit, to be a pastor, a senior pastor. And that's what you have to discover. What is God calling you to do uh, in this season of your life? So that's very important. If not, uh, and I know a lot of young preachers, and I'm dealing with a couple now, and, and I'll keep it in confidence, but but they, they, they allow people to push them out too early. Yeah. And, and, and these people will tell you, we got your back. We got you, man. Go on and get it going. We got you. We got you financially. And those and those men are, are, are suffering right now uh, yeah. because they listen to the people. So, so DK, you said it well, man. We got, we got to know the timing and the season when, when God Absolutely. is you, you Let me tell you something. And when it comes to starting churches, you better, 
And my experience is you better be able to have some funding and you better have a serious grace to do that. And everybody don't have one of them. Uh, and, I, and I also think that when we're gassed up so much that we don't hear um, God's voice because we're so gassed. Yeah. And, and we have to yeah. talk back and, and really remain in tune to what God is doing, whether it be in the second chair or what he's doing for your future. Uh, so let's kind of Thank you guys for listening thus far. Uh, it's been a powerful podcast and Pastor Dave Stewart brought up something extremely interesting. He brought up something to the effect that we were some people when they when it's come to starting churches or planting churches or looking for a pastor if they're listening to all of these talking heads um, that's that potentially could push them out of place or push them too fast. And so a local colloquialism uh, or an urbanism would be put somebody on the gas. They're on the gas. They're, they're moving too fast. So it's our hope uh, that this podcast has helped you slow down and not listen to the, the people on the outsides versus listening to the Lord himself to get the instructions on where we need to go. It is important for us to listen to God's voice and obey that voice when it tells us to move. Listen, we have a few more minutes of this podcast. If you want to hear more of this podcast, go to go to the YouTube page. I am DK Hammonds. You can see the entire podcast in its entirety. We also have book publications that we've discussed throughout the podcast and talking point notes that you can refer to in case you missed something along the way. So it's been a great pleasure and joy and look forward to next week we'll have sister brianna parker from friendship west baptist church who's going to give us some insight on millennials in church and in ministry so you don't want to miss that either thank you guys for the support and love it's your boy dk heavens Thank you for listening to today's podcast. My hope is that the podcast added value to your life. Please, please, please subscribe from your favorite application. Leave us a review and even follow us on YouTube for your up-to-date information. Thank you. Peace.